Yes, we got superpowers. <laughs> uh, just a quick gist of what that song. That song is by. It's it's from the anime One Piece. Um, and it's the twenty first opening. It's called Superpowers. Uh, I just had to put that in there because this is just a song that Umar loves so much because he gets it gets gets stuck in his head every time he listens to it, and he doesn't even watch One Piece. <laughs> Wait, are we starting the podcast already? Yeah, we started the podcast. Oh, shit. This is the episode. Uh, um, Umar was clearly not prepared. I'm no. just kidding. Um, anyway, so welcome back, guys, to another episode of That's Youth. I'll be your host, Mo, for today. And I'm with, as usual, Umar. And oh, two- you, you said my name this time. I don't feel bad for not saying your name last time. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, for today, I kind of wanted to go start it off with a little bit of some uh i guess some backstory so like last week uh umar decided to come over to my place and we we're like you know just chilling we we're playing this japanese i think a lot of you might have heard of this game it's called taiko no tatsujin it's a it's a rhythm game that is uh <laughs> where you play on a drum and a lot of the games are a lot of songs in that game are like anime music mm. there's some game songs like uh, the Super Mario Odyssey song, or even like the Kirby theme. Yep. So it's a bunch of stuff. And so basically, I don't know what happened, but but we were just basically on, like, we we're on a computer, and I was just like, <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? I should make you watch some openings <laughs> as you rate these openings. And Umar, and Umar being the nice guy he is, he was just like, sure, let's do it. And, <laughs> and those openings ended up being the 23 openings of one piece at first it was that's how it started off and i had him read all of these openings and then then i'm like you know because i felt bad because i'm like yo i made him watch literally an hour of like one piece openings <laughs> and he's like you know so i'm like you know what you can do whatever you want just make me watch whatever you want as long as it's not hentai so <laughs> like yo imagine that like this we're on the computer screen and my mom just comes in <laughs> like what the fuck are you guys watching <laughs> so i'm just like so of course he made me watch some i think you made me watch some gundam openings uh iron-blooded orphans gundam seed yeah um double o which i mean i already watched and i thought it was amazing i, I love those openings so really good. yeah and then you even made me watch some endings from the Makoto Shinkai films. Mm-hmm. I remember Garden of Words' um, song, which is awesome. Yeah. But the five centimeters per second, I don't remember the ending song for that. <laughs> so that was kind of depressing. Mm. But um, but yeah. Um, aside from then, then I think after that, I felt like you know, I was like, if it would be weird if I didn't make you watch the JoJo openings. Oh, there we go. <laughs> right? Because I'm like. <laughs> The JoJo openings are fire. Like, they're so good. Like, it yep. just doesn't make any sense if I don't make you watch those. And mm-hmm. then I made him watch them. And then this guy decides to start watching JoJo's. <laughs> I was like, yo, this was not the plan. The plan was to make you watch One Piece, not JoJo's. <laughs> Mo's been trying so hard to get me to watch One Piece. And, like, I tell him, like, I will eventually watch it. It just depends on when. But, like, it's a commitment, one time man. he's trying to convince me to watch One Piece, he shows me JoJo openings. And, like, the next day I start watching JoJo. <laughs> but, like, before I we get into a little bit of JoJo's, because JoJo's is so good, like, I have to ask you, though, like, what was the One Piece opening that, like, stood out to you? 
if you can remember, like you can recall, because uh, there's a lot of them. There was a lot. Um, I think the one where they did the original and they remade the original. Oh, all right. I remember I asked you that. I was like, "Do you, can you can you tell what's 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 different it? about this?" Yeah, he's yeah. just like, "Wait a minute, is this the first? Is this we are?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, that, I think that opening was really good. In terms of like, in terms of JoJo's though, because mm. now that you started <laughs> watching it, yeah. Uh, how do you how do you feel about it? Um, or how 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 is it so far? How do you like it so far? Like my thoughts on it are, first when you when you showed me the openings, I was like super shocked as to how like how like really um what you call it and like how good it was like animated wise the mm-hmm. opening like it was really well done and it had that like three Dina's kind of thing to it. I'm like oh this is actually not that bad because um I know that the the openings don't uh exactly translate to how it looks in the anime, yeah. so. I saw the opening and I was like, first of all, the songs are really catchy. Like, holy shit. These things get stuck in your head. And the second, like, the animations, obviously. And then um, when I started watching it, uh, it was interesting because, like, I haven't watched an anime that has, like, this much this much amount of enthusiasm and, like, energy mm. behind it. Yeah. So at first, I was like, I thought I wouldn't have liked it because it was so corny and cheesy. But I'm actually, like digging the whole like cheesiness behind it where it's like jojo jojo you're on part two right now right uh i'm on part two yeah i just started part two so it's at the point where um jonathan not jonathan yeah jonathan's gone joseph Uh, Joseph Joseph. yeah joseph's joestar so he's he's uh he's fighting well yeah then the episode just ended up where he's in the german base uh okay yeah so um for all for those watching like sorry for those listening right now this is not a jojo's episode uh we just simply i just simply had to bring this up because it's this will be an episode but just a bunch of stuff that we'll be talking about yeah but um inter but we will be talking a lot about openings and just an analysis on openings and like endings and like how mm. what we would believe to be a good opening yeah but before i go on to that i just wanted to ask you like what is the JoJo opening that really stood out to you because I made you listen, watch all of them, or at least all of them, except for one. <laughs> because I'm also watching JoJo's right now. I'm on part five, but right. uh, there's one I finally have saw. I actually finally seen the the final opening that that uh, it's in part five, mm-hmm. and I actually like it a lot. But um, which is the one that really stood out to you though, from the ones I've shown you? At first, it was opening three. Uh... Opening three is um part. Three, right? Stardust Crusader, Stand part Proud. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That that one was that one was good because the that in that opening they had uh, sound effects in the background while the music was playing. All of them do. Yeah, <laughs> they all do. They, yeah, it's just that one specifically has the sound effect like that. They show. I think is the video I so I showed I showed you. Yeah, yeah. It, that one had sound effects, but normally um, they all do. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And then when you showed me opening seven, I was like, no, opening seven takes it all. Uh, great days. Oh, great days! Break down, yeah. break down. <laughs> yeah, yeah that great, was really good. Great the, days. The poses in, those, in that opening is elite. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think for me, like, uh, great days or um, crazy, noisy, bizarre town has to be mm-hmm. my favorite. Those are both from part four. Yeah, but um, stand proud is just like, like the thing about it is when you watch stand proud, 
and then after you watch part one and part two, then you really see like, oh, this is an epic opening because it shows you all the JoJo's. Yeah. It goes from being Jonathan to Joseph, and then it shows you Jotaro. Yeah. Right. And like it's just like whoa, like this is a cool like transition. And then um, there is that one part in the in the song where it's like Jojo, Jojo, Jojo. Yeah. Like, they do that and they show you all the Jojos and they show you Jotaro at the end. I was like, oh my god, that's so epic! Like it's <laughs> super cool. Yeah. Um, and then then there's that other opening for part three, um, the one where Dio comes up at the end. When yeah. he does the Zawaruto. Yeah, you might not know what that means, but not for yet. me, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I hated that opening when I first saw it. And they showed that second tra- half of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is good. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> yeah. What What is an opening that really appeals to you? Like, how do you know this opening is, like an opening is good? Oh, back then, it used to be if the song was good. <laughs> okay. But now, I think it's more so... If the opening translates, what the what does the anime should be about? What's it going to be about? Like, does it show the thematic schemes? Does it show, I guess, a hint as to what you're going to be getting into in terms of the anime? Because a lot of people that uh, started off a new anime like will just basically judge uh, the anime, judge it off of the opening, right? So I feel like the opening has to get you to want to watch the op- the anime. Yeah. Um. But I think that only happens in certain cases. Like, it can't happen to all animes because some animes actually don't have good openings, but actually have a good story or a good anime behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. for me, like, I think, like, for for me, like, a good opening, I think it, it always starts off with, is it, does it have a good song? <laughs> is it catchy? <laughs> it always has to be that. If it's, like, the song's kind of weird and shitty, then I don't, I'm, I don't, it doesn't appeal to me. Even mm-hmm. though, like, if the video is amazing. Right. But uh, I think what also really stands out, if like an opening stands out, if it's like, um, there's a couple of things actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, if if it's like emotional, <laughs> right? Like if it has like that emotional, like like it gives you a sense of like, oh shit, like this is kind of sad. Like mm. this all it's like. I think I was when I was showing you the One Piece openings, like you're not one opening that, that you saw, and you know the the spoiler, right? Of, yeah, like, yeah. What happened? like yeah. that there's a particular scene and that in one of the openings where it's just like they show uh it's a really emotional scene and it's just like for a lot of people who watch it who watched one piece and kept up with it they'll be like oh my god this makes me really sad <laughs> it's the same thing for me too so like yeah. i for me i think that's like a 10 out of 10 because like mm. if it if it conveys those emotions that's that's amazing right and mm. then the song is good too so it's just like easy instant 10 out of 10 or if it's like if it gives you like if it hypes you up right i think like attack on titans first opening that shit's that shit is hype man that's hype yeah that that was hype as fuck and like what's funny about attack on titan is uh like when people ask me oh what's your favorite opening from attack on titan like they they really expect me to say the first one or like maybe the third one but i actually really like the second one and I think the second one is really good because, like, when we talk about an anime opening, the second one kind of fits the arc of what happens during that part of the story uh, where they um, go out to, like, beyond the walls and they obviously, you know, fight uh, the female Titan. For those who haven't watched it, I'm not going to spoil it, but, you know, you should have watched it by now. Um, <laughs> You'd be living in a cave right now at yeah, this point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, second anime opening... Um, Gio no Subasa. Um, 
GU, sorry, I think I mispronounced that. Um, it's a, it's got like this anthem feeling to it, where it yeah. kind of represents the, what's the name of the, the faction again? The, the, uh, the you're talking about the green, the yeah, the, uh, the survey corps, right? yeah, the survey corps, yeah. yeah. So it kind of represents the survey corps, how like they're all epic, they're all like <clears throat> highly like class warriors, and it kind of represents like the anthem just represents them, and I think. It's got that epicness and it's got that anthem to it and the visuals like people don't talk about the visuals as much in that opening but it's actually pretty cool the visuals because they show like the 3d maneuver gear and mm. it has this like 3dness to it like no pun intended yeah um and it just it just looks really cool man and you have levi as well in there too levi and his squad oh yeah yeah no so. it's it's hype like that as i i think like if there's an opening if an opening hypes you up, that's a really good way to start off an episode. Yeah. Right. Because exactly. like you're like, oh, I'm about to get like hyped today. You know, like I'm <laughs> I'm ready. Because like if if it's just kind of like whatever, sort of like them just posing half the time, then mm. that's what it does JoJo's. <laughs> but like but JoJo openings don't really do that, right? I mean yeah. a lot of the openings aren't always them posing. Um, so like but but yeah, like I think uh, something that hypes you up is really it's a ten out of ten to me. And then the final thing, and this actually comes with JoJo's, okay. and you haven't seen it, but um, one thing is, I one thing I really like about an opening is if they give you a spoiler, but they don't show it to you. Like, they, no, sorry, they show it to you, but it's really, it's really hidden. Like, it's mm-hmm. not really subtle, and you don't, it's, you don't expect, it. you don't see it. Right. Uh, unless, like for the casual viewer, you won't see it, but for right. someone who has seen it. Who's like actually maybe watched a couple times? Like, oh shit, I didn't even notice that. Mm. That like, even though it's like a spoiler, it doesn't come off of much of a spoiler because it's hidden, kind of right. in a sense, right? right? So, um, that's so like a lot of JoJo openings do that, <laughs> especially. I mean, actually, what I won't. Even oh, you're right. It. Actually, now that I think about it, opening one, um, had scenes from when JoJo and Dio were fighting in the mansion. Uh yeah, that was one. But yeah. I don't know if you may have noticed, but in the very first few seconds of the first opening in part one, uh-huh. they show you all the JoJo's. They show you jo- Joseph. They show you um Jotaro. They show you Josuke, uh, Jorno, and Jolene. Really? Jolene is from part six. Yes, they okay. show you all of them, and like uh, is it, but it's in manga. It's in like in a manga pixelated uh. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you actually go back and watch it, you'll be like, "Holy shit! This is all the this is all the JoJo's." Yeah, dude. Um, David Productions it does a fast, like, fantastic job in mm. their openings. Like, they really put work into it, yeah. right? And of course, they do those variations, like I was talking about with the the second opening for part three with the mm. deal scene, yeah. right? So, like, they, when they do variations like that, that's even better. Like that. That's yeah. how you know they're putting work into their openings, not just some bullshit. <laughs> or like, yeah. yeah. So, um, opening seven was really cool too, because like, that's another reason why I like opening seven, because the variation they made for it is when they did it like a reverse, like they rewind. Yeah. that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I mean, you may not understand that why they do that right now. <laughs> like, it you want like, to do with like time skip or something? Yeah, like, yeah, time well, travel. But once you <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but once you get it, once you actually watch it, then you'll be like, "Oh my god, this is even better! <laughs> this opening is even better." <laughs> but since we're going on to openings, what would you consider to be like an ending, 
like is is a good ending oh good ending i think a good ending uh, it's kind of hard eh? <laughs> it is kind of hard it is kind of hard to think about because like when i when i listen to endings i don't really expect too much out of it it's more so like i kind of want a catchy song to just to end off the the episode but yeah. i think you... yeah go ahead go, go, no you go ahead go ahead please i think the ending should I don't want to say it should like have a good way of concluding the episode, but I feel like it should try and one lead you on to the next episode, make you want to keep watching like the next episode right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah, that, I think that's, that's like a good way. I, I agree with it. you in the sense where like uh, with the song, because <laughs> like because <laughs> normally when you watch the when you're done watching the anime, the episode's done, and you're like, okay, next yeah. episode. Like you skip the ending. I do it all the time. Yeah. Almost all the time. Always skip the ending, right? <laughs> but with a good song comes yeah. a good like comes a good ending yeah. normally, right? Yeah. Or if it's like I think what also go goes with it is like if it's chill, mm, right? Like chill yeah. vibe. Or if it's a little bit emotional, would also work too. But like I think one of the best, like for one, I think I don't want to keep saying JoJo, so let's not go with JoJo as an example. But I think one that really st- stood out for me was Run with the Wind ah yes right because like the song is good mm-hmm. the the visuals are have to do with running <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's just it's just so chill it's like a super chill song yeah and it just it fits perfectly with the um with just the anime that right? anime as a whole is just chill in general yeah I love it's it. chill and wholesome yeah. uh even another ending that comes that comes to mind really well is um place further than the universe ah yes right the feels ones it's it's not just that but the atmosphere of it like Mm. it has to do with antarctica has to do with the sky and like they show you the sky and they show you the characters and how they're having fun yeah everything just comes together so well Mm. and it's i'm like you know that that, i think those are like really good endings yeah i agree yeah yeah but since we're talking about like music in a sense there's a couple of albums that have recently came come out. Well, a couple, more like one, actually, from my saying. <laughs> that's at least that's one that we're gonna be specifically talking about. And I did I did mention it I think two episodes ago. Um for uh if there's any Japanese listeners who are watching, they may have known of uh Yunizu Kenshi's uh album Stray Sheep. Yep. Yeah. So uh Umar and I are big fans of Yunizu Kenshi. Uh, <laughs> And we were like super looking forward to this guy's album. So, yeah. how how would you like his album? <laughs> the album gets a nine out of ten for me. Okay. Um, that's 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 super good. High. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the nine. I mean, it could have been higher. I feel like I could have given it a ten out of ten. But um, I know me and you talked about this before. But the fact that he had like songs that he already released on this album. Um, I can see why he would do it though, because like he's trying to promote those songs. Um, but it's kind of like a bummer because there was like what six of them? I think six of the previous songs he's had on on this album. Um, and I think that the reason I gave it a nine is because the new songs that he did um, uh, create were actually really really good. Like he gave he gave us like the thing that we've been like thirst thirsting for because like he hasn't released something new for like an album in terms of an album for a while this is kind of like a big thing that he did Mm -hmm. and i think 
the my favorite song from the album. Or like top three, if top you can. Three. Okay, that's actually a little bit easier then. Uh, top three would be Canary. Okay. Uh, Campanella, of course. And hmm, the last one. Surprisingly, Yesashi Hito is not bad. Okay. Well, like, you're, yeah, you yeah, like yeah. the his uh, slow tracks a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about like, what's your least favorite? Least favorite might be... At the moment, I think it's still Stray Sheep, surprisingly. <laughs> Stray Sheep? Really? Yeah. The moment you told me, bro, it sounds like an anthem. I'm like, oh. Okay, so, <laughs> I might as well, actually, might as well say that. So it's funny. So there's a song. There's a title track of the album called Stray Sheep. And it's, uh, <laughs> it sounds so cool. Like, it sounds dark. Like, the production is really dark and, like, yeah. um, creepy. And it's, it's super cool. Like, he, he like, Jonas, like, the way he, he normally sounds when he sings is, like, um, he doesn't normally sound very deep, right? right. But in this song, his his voice is deep, mm-hmm. right? And you're just like, whoa, like this is weird and different. It's cool, right? And yeah. all of a sudden, the chorus the chorus happens, and <laughs> it sounds like an anthem. <laughs> you're just like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know what's funny is I actually like the song now. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen to me. Yep. I knew this was this so. I might as well just say it. So every time I make fun of a song, like that was basically me. I was making fun of it the whole time. <laughs> every time I make fun of it, I start to like it. It always happens. Like for like um Drake, for example, the 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 rapper Drake, he's he he uh, put out a song in his previous album called Nonstop. Yep. And I hated it. So I'd always make fun of it. Because I'm like the way he raps does sound so bad. Right. And Everyone loved it. People were hyping it up so much. I'm like, this song sucks. It's trash. <laughs> and then, then the more I listen to it, I'm like, fuck, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> the song is like, you're talking shit? I give you a couple of weeks and come back to me. <laughs> but um, but no, I, I actually like Stray Sheep. Uh, like, mm. the, like, the song's good. The album is also really good. Yeah. But I, um, I've been into Yonezu Kenshi since um, Bremen. Yeah. So that was uh, two albums before Stray Sheep. Mm-hmm. And so Bremen was okay, but Bootleg for me was like his best album. Like oh, I was gosh. like, damn, yeah. this is really good, right? Every song from that album was good. I think it was like only one I wasn't really that into. Mm. Uh, I think it was called Alice. Yeah. But the rest of them were really good. So I was heavily comparing that album to this one. <laughs> so when I saw that, I remember when the first when the album before it first came out, we looked at the track list. They were like, "What the fuck?" There's so many songs that he already released. Like, at least like almost half of the 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 track list was songs that we already heard. Yeah. Like Umotashika, Lemon. Like for fuck's sake, Lemon came out like two and a half years ago. Yeah, and just gotta put it out, put it on his album just because of marketing purposes. <laughs> like, god damn it, the song. Like, so, I, um, so the thing was like. When I first heard it, like Campanella was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, I, well, I might as well say that like, the top three for me is Campanella, uh, Canary, and uh, Placebo. Oh, Placebo, okay. Yeah, I really like Placebo because what's the name? Yoji, Yoji Canada? What's yeah, Yoji, yeah. or oh, Nojida, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, the guy who is uh, the singer, vocal vocalist for Radwimps. Yeah. He killed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> he killed that song. But it was funny because the one song I thought would be my least favorite, which is Himawari. Mm. Cause that song is, um, it sounds like an opening, 
but done wrong. <laughs> that's at least that's what I thought. Um, I actually like it a little bit more now because I apparently, I don't know if you know, but this song is actually about, or at least it might be, and it does sound like it might be about um, Wawaka. I don't know if you've heard of Wawaka. Wawaka is a, what do you call those? Vocaloid singers. Oh, okay. Apparently passed away last year in April. Uh, and he was a good friend of, uh, Yonazu and him were good friends, uh, sorry, Kenshi and him were good friends. Mm. Um, so the song apparently could be about him. And that if you read the, um, the lyrics, mm-hmm. like the translated lyrics, uh, it kind of sounds like it might be about him. Mm. so i'm like i heard it and i'm like that ah, this is this kind of hits a little bit harder now yeah <laughs> so it, it is definitely i think not my least favorite anymore but i would say my least favorite might have to be like spirits of the sea maybe is that, is that is that doesn't count though so far it's like that's been released before oh man <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the tracks that were released are the ones i'm not even a big fan of to be honest like i think flamingo was meh I, I think it was meh, yeah. Like, it's good, but it's like whatever. Yeah. Umo Tashika, I don't know what's so good about it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I bet, I bet like, the people who are listening who like this song are going to hate on me so hard. But like, I just, whatever about it. Lemon is too overplayed, for fuck's sake. Like, so overplayed. <laughs> I don't care. And then Teenage Riot, it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Teenage Riot's pretty funny. Yeah, because they recent birthday song, I'm like, what? <laughs> but um, I don't know, like, I guess if I'm not going to put the singles in there, like the ones that weren't previously released, the one mm-hmm. that's my least favorite song. Damn, it's hard. Candon? Oh, no, it's Decolette. Oh, okay. I was a big fan of that. I think that song was actually my most least. I, you know what? I'll put that in as my least favorite because I <laughs> that was just a filler to me. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, though, if I would have rated, it, I think it's a good, like, eight and a half out of ten eight like if without putting the singles in there if you put the singles in there yeah it's like an eight out of ten mm, that makes yeah. sense yeah um i still like bootleg more <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, it's, bootleg still, is great. it's still a good album though so yeah. it's, it's a solid album he 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 he's a good um he he does everything like he produces he writes yeah most of his music like that's it's awesome that's crazy he's when talented comes, yeah when it comes to bootleg i think um my favorite song for that one was the one where he did the I forget the name, but it was a song with uh, Masaki Suda. The two, you know, the two guys. Yeah, Kenshi, yeah. Kenshi and Masaki. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did that uh, duo song. Yeah, that's a great way to end off his album, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really good song, and the music video is even better. If you haven't seen the music video, you should I, check I, it out. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, it was like in a studio or something. No, the music video uh, just shows them like. It starts off with Yonazu Kenshi sitting on a bus, and then most of it takes place in a park, and they're just sitting on the swings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a really, really good uh, mm. video. Mm, okay. Yep. Interesting. Um, I did want to ask you a question, even though you are the host. <laughs> no, no, do it. Please. Um, funny enough, you actually covered a lot of the questions that I wrote like separately. Okay. Um, <laughs> we didn't plan this, by the way. <laughs> we did not. Uh, I. I yeah, I just I kind of just started talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> um, which question here is good for you? Um, I guess we we'll go with like a simple one for now. Ah, I guess, no, we'll leave the simple one for afterwards. Um, 
I think we might have answered you might have answered this question a little bit before, but I want you to kind of just go a little bit deeper into it. Um, what makes you choose whether or not you want to watch or skip an anime opening? Is it just because the song is bad, or are you just not interested in it in general? Normally, if the song is bad, just that's the song. Like, that's like the that's the 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 first thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the op- if the song sucks, then. I don't care for it. Mm. If the song is like subpar, like it's okay, then I will give it a shot. But like, mm-hmm. um, oh, you know what? This is a good. This is a good question because I it just brought brought up something I wanted to talk about. But um, in terms of openings, and, but yeah, normally if the song isn't that good, then I immediately skip it. Usually, mm-hmm. and if it's like subpar, I might give it a chance. But I still may have may skip it. But funny thing is, um, I you've never watched Tower of God, no. Now for people who've watched Tower of God, they know this opening. The song is fucking fire, right? <laughs> Stray Kids, they're such a great like um band um bleh, uh, pop bleh, pop group. Yep. I, yeah, man, I can't speak English today, man. Something's wrong. <laughs> um, that song is really good, but the mm-hmm. opening video is so garbage like it's so lazy like everyone was like what i remember when it first came out when tower of god came out now the thing is for before i, I might give, it, give you guys a little bit of a background but tower of god has a lot of like there's a lot of um things that don't want to be shown because they can they, there's like if the spoiler is if there, there's like a lot of th- like mysteries behind mm-hmm. the show and if it's spoiled then it kind of ruins the whole show right so um thing is i a lot of people who watched this they were like oh they're doing like what they would do in the opening was they would show like the main character bam and mm-hmm. like kind of going through despair but while they're showing that they'll cut it out and they'll show a black screen of like credits of like basically like the director of the show or like the the uh, the production uh management of the show or stuff like that right right they will show that and they'll show in black screen and then mm-hmm. they will cut back to Bam. And they will cut it back to that again. You know, the black screen. And it's just back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now, what people thought were maybe the black screen was meant for like, oh, while the, while the show progresses, the, the anime will, like, like the, opening, the opening will start to gradually filter and like actually yeah. show the scenes. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So that was just a lazy job on them because <laughs> like, sure, you're showing Bam going through the spare is kind of like, it's kind of like a callback to the end of season one, which I won't talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, so like that sounds that's kind of cool. But when you're cutting out, like when you're cutting out Bam and putting in a black screen, that's kind of like destroying the flow of the opening. Yeah, yeah, right. And what makes it even worse is the song is amazing. So you would expect like a really hype fire, like opening, like the video being really good and like intense action scenes and everything. Right. Or, or at least show like the characters. You don't have to reveal too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what they could have done was there's another example of like some, if people who watch bleach, the second opening of bleach is like a bunch of fight scenes that don't actually happen in the anime. So it's all fake fight scenes. Mm-hmm. They could have done that. <laughs> Right, if they, they were afraid yeah. of doing spoilers, but 
if anything, I feel like they were just lazy. Mm. <laughs> the studio was a straight lazy, man. Yeah. So that pissed me off because I'm a huge Tower of God fan. I love Tower of God. So <laughs> that that was a that was a piss off. Mm. And then God of High School just recently came out. Um mm-hmm. and that opening is amazing. It's amazing. It's also mm-hmm. by the same studio that's making Attack on Titan's final season. Yep. So the opening looks amazing. Like it's so good right mm. so like it's colorful and everything so that is what kind of pisses me off too like if an opening does something like that even if the song is really good but like the visuals are just horrible like yeah they like completely destroy the flow that's mm-hmm. like that's not that's not good <laughs> uh, okay yeah. what if it was opposite what if the song was mad but the visuals were good um is that enough for you to keep watching the opening? I, may, I might skip watch it like here and there. I, I might skip it though sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That that is something that really. Yeah. I don't know. It it, it really depends sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get you there. Yeah. There are some anime openings that I just end up skipping. Like, I'll skip like, I'll skip throughout the whole the whole series. <laughs> I know. But like for JoJo's um second. The third, the third, um, not third opening, the fourth opening for part. So the second opening for part three, mm-hmm. the song isn't that great for me, but mm-hmm. the the visuals like completely like that whole deal scene just completely <laughs> makes up for everything. It does, yeah. So it does. that does it does have that. There is that balance sometimes mm. that comes. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you um, have any other questions? And I have the simple question, which is, um, what are your top Five openings. Oh my god, uh, that's a hard question. I don't think I answer this. <laughs> this is too hard for me, bro. And to make it even harder for you, it can't be from One Piece. Oh my! It can't be. It can't be. No. Oh but my I feel, god! I feel like they're probably gonna be like two gonna be from One Piece on that list. <laughs> uh, I mean, one of them would not two. I don't okay. think. Um, but uh, uh, fuck! I I this is this is not guaranteed. By the way, like I don't think this is actually a true list. Okay. Because this is just coming off the top of my head. Yeah. What first comes to your mind then? Yeah. Like Attack on Titan is the first opening is really clutch, like really good clutch. clutch. <laughs> it's really good. Obi. Oh. <laughs> um, fuck. This has to be a top five. Does it have to be like top five? Like, um, it doesn't have to be. Order. It, it's not in order. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the FMA opening, the um rain was really good. Ah, okay. The, yeah. The final one, even though that's the one that's the most like like less the least hype it's mm. the one that has the most like emotion and it's just right. unlimited blade works brave shine is a really good mm-hmm. opening. Yeah. Um, i knew you would say that <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else is there shit this is so hard uh, <laughs> um hajime no Ippo new challenger opening is really good mm-hmm. um and what's i have one more right yeah one more left yeah uh, fuck <laughs> my life um oh yeah um i know this is a shonen but a lot of the shonen openings are really good i think like, yeah that's yeah. they really do a good job with their openings but my hero academia the one i said i showed you the um from season four. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. that right. opening the first one it's called um uh it's by blue and count it's called polaris yeah mm. that opening is really good it's really good yeah <laughs> So 
yeah, those are my five, but they're definitely not my nice. top five, but the ones that come come out come to mind. Yes. <laughs> no, those are nice. I like those openings. Um, so yeah. I can't speak on behalf of Boku no Hero because I'm still slacking on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think once you watch it, then you you would probably agree with me with that one yeah. specifically. Yeah. But since we're, I think we kind of well, pretty much we talked a lot about that stuff, right? Um, yeah. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some video games. Oh, okay. Right? Um, funny thing is, uh, we were playing a game. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we were over, you came over, and we, uh, we did play a particular uh, game that's been really popular recently. Oh, no. Toxic <laughs> um, as fuck, been, man. It's very toxic. It's called Fall Guys um, Ultimate Knockout. <laughs> For those who haven't or don't know about this game, basically, it's a battle royale like Fortnite, but it's a platformer. Yeah. So, what the the way the game works is there's gonna be normally around five rounds, could be less, where you have to go through obstacles, and some of these obstacles will be team based. Some of them are just you alone, and you kind of have to go through um, an obstacle course, and you have to go from one destination to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very simple. The game is very simple, and you just have to qualify. And there's a limited amount of people who can qualify from each round, so it, it shortens each time. Yep, and um, it's just a really fun but really toxic game. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like when they say like obstacles, they they also mean like the players themselves. Players themselves in this game are obstacles because all you all want to fucking try and get to the same door at the same time, <laughs> and nobody can get through. It's so frustrating. <laughs> There's just a pile of pile of fall guys just like just jumping on each other no one gives a <laughs> shit people are just savages and, you, and like there is an option what you can do in the game is you can basically so there's there's three there's three things you can do like well actually four one is you can move of course two yeah. is you can jump of course three is you can dive so you yeah. can jump and then dive it's like the superman dive right yeah. and and then finally the fourth thing which is the troll thing to do is to grab people which is what a lot of people do, because that's what you would do to try to kick people out of the map or the <laughs> up, up the obstacle. So um fucking hate that. <laughs> I know. I, but so now what Umar was talking about is like people would jump onto each other and try to get <laughs> towards the the destination, right? So one of the obstacles specifically is um I think it was called uh DoorDash, where DoorDash, yeah. you would where basically you have to break the door but some doors are fake so some doors will not break so you have to go to the doors that will actually break now people what would they would do is they would wait for someone else <laughs> to break the door so they can go on towards it right rather than try to take the risk and break themselves the door and hope that that door would actually break but it won't right normally so now what people will do is gradually as you keep going through the obstacles only one door will break out of the three Yep. <laughs> and everyone has to go through that one door. <laughs> everyone just jumps over it, just just piles up. Like it's it's crazy. Like it's just it's just cancer. Just just imagine like 30, 30 different people trying to eat themselves through this like one small door. It's 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 unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, but so the most clutch play is when you jump at the right time and then yep. dive. Yep. So dive over the whole pile and then you just go down. <laughs> Dude, it's so it's so satisfying when you do it because it's one, a big brain play. And yeah. then two, it's just you just feel like you just feel like the best like fall guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> that reminds me though, like how you were saying, like how like everyone waits for the for the door. I remember when we played a game, um, where I forget the game, the name of the game, but like basically there are fake tiles. Like there are some fake tiles on the floor, and you have to like walk and keep walking, and then like some tiles will just fall down. And you'll fall down with it. Yeah. So, and I remember during that game, everyone was so much of a pussy they didn't want to keep walking. <laughs> so like near the end, there were like two more tiles before like you reached the destination, and everyone was on this one tile and didn't want to move because <laughs> they were too scared they were gonna step on this, the fake tile. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think one person got pushed off into the fake tile, and that tile like fell down. He fell down. Somebody pushed me, and I fell down. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing I know, Mo was like, "Yo, I made it through." I'm like. Bro, I just died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can play as a group, by the way. Um, it just it just makes it so much more fun too. Yeah. But um, it's just it's hilarious. Uh, like you were saying, like if you get pushed off, especially around the ending of like that of that specific obstacle, it's over. It's over. Like you won't yeah. be able to make it. You won't win. So mm-hmm. it you it's really luck based. And if you are not a pussy and you decide to just go ahead and take that <laughs> risk and yeah, but um. <laughs> There's like 15 people on one tile, bro. It's like no one wanted to move. No one wanted to move. <laughs> but I think, okay, the worst one, though, and this is the funniest one, is the seesaw. Oh, no. <laughs> people in this game clearly don't know how a seesaw works. <laughs> bro, people like, the people who actually know how a seesaw works, they'll still lose brain cells playing this game. Because, because of this, the amount of stupidity that people, like, literally, like, you'll see five people jump on, like, the right side of the seesaw. Nobody's on the left side. And then all five people go down. It's like, bro, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Why are all five of you going on one side of the seesaw? <laughs> Dude, it's, they're so dumb. There's so, so many dumb people. That game is always the game that takes the longest for people to qualify. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, unless you're unless you're like not in the mob. So like, yeah. if there's a bunch of people jumping on one seesaw, <laughs> that's when you're like actually like you're fucked. Like, yeah, those people will just jump, and sometimes they might bump into you while you're trying to jump, and then you fall because you you get bumped <laughs> into them, and and you might get so a bad landing. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so annoying. But um, but if you're like ahead of the pack, then yeah. you're you're going to be fine as long as you don't fall. <laughs> Yeah, and then there are those people who do get ahead of the pack, and then they just wait at the finish line and start blocking you from getting in. Oh yeah, those are those those are just the trolls. Yes, those guys. Those trolls, man. But Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely like if people, if you guys haven't tried it, definitely try it. It's on Steam for I think like twenty bucks, and then on Mm PS4, as long as you have, if you have a PS4, um, if if you have PlayStation Plus, you get it for free. Yep, pretty much. So it's super super fun and it's just a really fun casual game like mm. play a couple games you can get mad or not and then <laughs> just put it down you know uh, it's fun to play as a party though so it's definitely you, fun to play as a party yeah if you end up getting the game like reach out to your friends tell them about it go into a party and you can all rage together oh yeah <laughs> um i might as well just say like i have won a few times i won three, three times, times now right I won three times now yeah yeah the first time is the funniest because so one of the obstacles is called Fall Mountain. I might as well just, just quickly put like explain it. It's um basically it's another obstacle course like a race where you just you run and you have to grab this crown and it's it's the uh, it's kind of you have to just have to climb this mountain and you have to grab the crown at the end. Now this crown is going to be moving up and down. It's going to be in the same spot, but it's going to be moving up and down. Now people are idiots. I don't think I told you this, right, Omar? I, I don't. Not, think I, not yet. Yeah. So 
people are dumb because they don't have any patience. So <laughs> what was happening for me was I was having the worst time in this game because I was constantly getting hit by these balls and it would make it would slow my progress while I was trying to run up the mountain. <laughs> and so I was like guaranteed I'm like, I'm gonna lose this game. I'm right. I'm gonna lose this game. But I'm like, forget it. I might as well just keep moving up, right? There's no point in me just standing still and just letting someone, like, waiting for someone to win, right? So yeah. I'm like, keep moving up. And boy, was I right to move up because I was jumping up and I was keep moving up. And then I was seeing these people, these idiots. So this crown was moving up and down. Now, when it moves up, you're supposed to wait. Yeah. These idiots are like, oh, maybe I could grab it. So they just jump and try to grab it, but they've missed it and they drop down. And then they're like, okay, now they're guaranteed to not win. And I'm watching all these people fail. I'm like, wait, can I actually grab this crowd? <laughs> I jumped and the crown came down towards me. And I'm like, and I grabbed it. I won. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I actually won. <laughs> I was like, wow, these guys are idiots. All these people could have won. And I was failing so hard. And I, I, well, I'm the one who wins. I'm like, wow, this is great. But yeah, no, it's, uh, that was, um, that was an experience <laughs> for me um one of the fun like fun moments i've had playing fall guys with you was when i was at your place and you were just showing me the game for the first time and you were playing the fruit game where the fruits get thrown on you while you're running on the platform oh yeah and oh. like you're you're literally just like running on the side and you're just like fuck you fuck you oh my oh my oh my you were just kept, you kept saying that you made it to first place and I'm like, i made it to first place you know i don't even do i hate that one so much i always lose that one and that was the one time i finally won it and i was like maybe maybe these are the magical words oh my oh my and it worked oh man Dude, that that's that's a fun game, man. It's 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 so it doesn't require that much skill. Yes, it requires luck, but like it it's just it's a chill game. Yeah, it's not like Fortnite or like Apex or you know those big battle royales <laughs> out there. Yeah, it, it, it's that the people who made this game, man, they're smart, bro. <laughs> yeah, they 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 know what they were doing, man. They knew what they were doing. Um, before I end the episode off um i kind of wanted to talk about a little bit of since we're talking about gaming i might as well because like i love this game and we you've seen this episode before but um mm-hmm. cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> released uh some new stuff and i wanted to talk about it and um it was some interesting stuff uh they released uh two gameplay trailers mm-hmm. one of the one of which was um the life patch that i initially talked about before in a previous episode but um now we got to see more about it we got to see an actual like full-on um, kind of a introduction to each of them right and you've seen it so yep. you get to actually talk about it now <laughs> uh i want to ask you which one is one that you will definitely pick when you play the game and why for me it's gonna it's gonna be nomad um, okay. Like from the get go, I was gonna pick Nomad, but after seeing the trailer, it makes me want to pick Nomad even more, just because like it's got this like chill feel to it, where like they live on the outskirts, where like nobody really bothers them. They have like this freedom to do what they want. It's kind of like it's kind of like the life of a merc, but like yeah, kind of like a life of a merc. But um, I don't know. I just like the chill vibes they have. There's also a really hot girl that's chilling with you, so you know <laughs> that gets a bonus. That is a bonus. <laughs> yep. 
and then um yeah, that's the one i'm gonna pick from the start um i think the next one i would pick after finishing nomad would be um shit i forget the name uh corpo corpo yeah so corpo was really interesting uh like i think remember you were telling me about it like it's got like this different take on it where you are kind of like turned good into bad in a way no no it's more like you um you know realize how corrupted the organization is yeah and you know that in this organization you're gonna get fucked so <laughs> before you're about to get fucked you might as well just try to fuck them over right fuck them up yeah so they're like it was one thing that jackie said though like the so jackie is the tyler kind of your sidekick in this game yeah um he uh he says that he's like he's like they'll make you go and do do someone ugh, what was it again it's such something like they're gonna make you kill someone but yeah. eventually they're gonna go and kill you it's kind of yeah. what he said it's not exactly what he said but that's what he said yeah so um they're gonna bring someone else to kill you it's kind of mm. thing so and so it's just a bunch of backstabbing in this in this place so yep like <laughs> you might as well like this is the this is the game that you play in nice city so mm. you live for yourself and you live for and but uh, yeah, you live for yourself and no, for no one else. Yep. Yeah. So that's the that's basically what it was. It's is a really cool storyline. Like that's the one I'm gonna pick first. Even though normally a lot of people would go with Nomad or Corp. Uh, sorry, Street Kid. Because yeah. two are kind of like the kind of easy to get into. Corporal mm-hmm. is like dark and grimy and weird and like different. It's very different, right? Yeah. Not what you normally see from a a a video game or even like a tv show or movie like that's mm-hmm. not how nor- things normally start off so it's really uh, it's just it's good yep yeah but um from i would i would agree with nomad <laughs> i i wasn't a big fan of nomad when i first saw it and then actually watching that um uh video made me just realize like that this is so good <laughs> <laughs> like I, it was a good there was a comment on youtube that said it perfectly Mm-hmm. Nomad is like the coming of age story. Mm. Street Kid is your typical action thriller, mm-hmm. and um, Corpo is Corpo is what's that movie called? Blade Runner. Oh yeah, that's actually really yeah, that's a really good way of putting Corpo. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what it is that it's mm. it's gonna be an awesome game and i'm just so hyped for it even more now like i remember when i wasn't even that hyped about it like like i was hyped about it but i wasn't like i the hype died down for me because i'm like this game isn't gonna come out anytime soon so right. fuck it but now like there's release dates and now like this trailer comes out i'm like wow oh, <laughs> so so good <laughs> yeah they even yeah. show you gameplay for the guns if you i don't know did you watch that video i haven't watched that one yet no Ah, oh, damn! I wish you did. Um, there's a bunch of weapons. Um, one of which is like a power weapon. It's like kind of the typical sort of FPS sort of weapon you'll see. It's just them like you can use like shotguns and like you can shoot mm-hmm. the shotguns um bullets on the ground <laughs> and it propels. Oh, so it's like really intense because it's a power weapon, so it uses a lot of power. Okay. Um, tech weapons are the second kind of weapon. They're like more. They use like electricity. And mm-hmm. like a bunch of um, I don't know how to really explain it, but like if you watch the video, it's it's like it's it's super cool. Like it looks pretty cool. The one that found that, that I found the coolest is um, because this is why I like the what CD Projekt Red. They're not afraid of making it. So like this is the future. So you can use weapons 
that really look like futuristic weapons. And right. like, even if they, even if these weapons will make you f- make it easy for you in the gameplay, who cares? Because it's a future. Like this is in the future. So mm. this weapon specifically, they're called smart weapons. So <laughs> they're pretty much auto aim. <laughs> Yeah, so, that sounds OP, man. So it's like homing, miss, homing uh, bullets to shoot at. Like you can shoot anywhere on the on the um, what do you call it? Uh, I forgot the word. Uh, it's the um, the thing that you see on the screen when you're aiming. Uh, uh oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Fuck, that's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, it's not the scope. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good the scope. scope. Yeah, yeah, I might as well just call it the scope. Like, but the yeah. scope, right? Yeah. So you, as long as you shoot around the scope, it doesn't even have to be on the person. It's just around it. Wow. You know, the the bullets for the scope will go around. Yeah, at, at the person, like it's amazing. It's just Holmes Adam. So I'm like, this is just awesome. <laughs> That's OP, man. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, it's uh, th- it's gonna be a really awesome game, and yep. uh, I. There's anything else that you have, like, that you know of in terms of games that have been? Mm, not really. Uh, I think it's the only game news that come out. Like, all of, all, I'm pretty much been, like, stuck on playing Pokemon recently, so. Oh, man. <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling him to play Fall Guys with me. He's like, I'm playing Pokemon. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, that's, uh, I think that pretty much concludes our episode for today. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, we weren't really, we didn't really have much like a specific topic in mind today. And we just kind of wanted to go ahead and just make it kind of free flowing and mm-hmm. have a lot that we wanted to talk about, but we didn't want to make it just strictly one episode. So we kind of just yeah. put it all together. Um, but yeah, all you guys, thanks for listening for today. Um, thanks, guys. And, you know, we'll see you guys next time, another episode uh, next week, hopefully. Yep. And yeah. Johnny. Johnny.